Welcome to the Power Press Podcast. My name is Mackenzie. I'm your host, and thanks for listening. On this podcast, we share information to empower your podcast. This week, we have Blueberry staff member Mike Dell on the show. He was here back in October and gave us some great information on why your RSS feed may be broken. Mike, thanks for being back on the podcast today. Thanks uh, for having me. Mm-hmm. Today, you're here to talk about how you use PowerPress for your podcast, which is called the Podcast Help Desk, correct? Correct. All right. So you've been using PowerPress for many years, and I'm sure you can give a story or two about something that you have changed throughout the years to either enhance your show or the way that you, you know, publish your show. So looking forward to hearing about that. So we're going to start off with a bit of news like we always do. Today, I wanted to talk about WNYC. I just read an article about them, and they are known for six popular podcasts. Radiolab, Freakonomics Radio, Death, Sex, and Money, and Snap Judgment, The New Yorker, Radio Hour, and Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin. Those are some of the most popular podcasts in general. I think at least two of those are in the top 10 on iTunes almost every week. Yeah, they're uh, definitely very popular. WNYC has been uh, been into podcasting probably from the beginning of when public radio got into it. I think they said that they are one of the first people to release a podcast back when podcasting first started. So they are owned by the New York Public Radio and currently have a budget of $70 And I think this is either twice or three times the budget of NPR, if that puts anything into perspective about what they are capable of. Outfit that puts out the number one podcast, uh, well, the number one most most weeks, which is what This American Life, which is WBEZ in Chicago, has a $25 million budget. Exactly. (laughs) Um, They are definitely the competition for each other. So they're interested in putting more time, effort, and definitely money into podcasting. Yeah, they uh, they definitely are trying to grow podcasting. They uh, they didn't they start up some sort of podcast incubator service or or whatever you know where they were looking for new talent and everything. I, I think I read something about that a while back. I think they did. I think they called it the WNYC Studio. Right, right. I'm not entirely sure what they did with that, but I think they just developed more ideas for shows. And so they're talking about in this article how. Like 20 years ago, the digital revolution caused newspapers to essentially go by the wayside. Right. And, you know, then, you know, they don't want radio to become that. And, you know, there is kind of a danger of that. But uh, so hopefully. uh, Exactly. They'll they'll transition into podcasting as as their main, you know, mode of transmission. And and that way they'll survive and, and thrive. And. Podcasting will get another boost of uh, highly produced shows. I I think that's what they're headed towards. They said, obviously, we don't want to fall by the wayside, and that they they want to continue to release content, especially original content and fiction, because they're seeing how many listeners podcasts have, and that more people are starting to, especially millennials, 
are starting to listen to things uh, mobily, and that's hard to do with radio. Radio has definitely gotten more mobile broadcast listeners than typical FM in a car. So they see this and are running towards podcasting. And they see this even more so because the talent, the producers, the show hosts are moving towards podcasting. I mean, that's what happened with Gimlet Media and multiple other companies. People that used to work in radio have now started their own private podcast companies. Yeah, it used to be when uh, podcasting first started, all the podcasters wanted to get on radio. Exactly. Now, now it seems to be the other way around. I know. I know. It's kind of a strange dynamic that's happening there. Yeah, I don't know if you were, you weren't around podcasting probably when uh, this happened, but uh, for a while there, Adam Curry, mm-hmm. the uh, acknowledged podfather, had a show on Sirius uh, Satellite Radio, and that was before they merged with XM. Right. It was uh, called uh, Adam Curry's Pod Show, and he put podcasts on there from his network, and uh, it was kind of kind of cool. But you know, after a while, they realized that Sirius Radio had less of an audience than the downloadable podcasts that were on that show. Right. And so, you know, they serious to say, well, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, they dumped it. Yeah, which was a good business choice. Right. You know, and it makes sense because, you know, you can get this stuff for free or you can listen to your uh, subscribed satellite system. Well, most people that were on Sirius wanted to listen to, to uh, music or whatever that... Uh, you know, they couldn't get on terrestrial radio. Right. And then, uh, you know, and then, of course, Stern got on there, and then, you know, that drove a whole bunch of subscriptions to XM and Sirius when they merged. And and so podcasting kind of got put by the wayside on satellite. But if you think about it, satellite radio isn't really a great place to listen to podcasts because, you know, the whole nature of podcasts is listen to them when you want to. Exactly. And with Sirius, you know, you just have to listen to whatever they're broadcasting. They, they might have 300 channels, but, you know, there might be 300 channels of stuff you don't want to listen to. Right. I have Sirius XM in my car as well as one of my friends, and he pays more simply so he can have the Howard Stern channels. and sometimes he's like oh i miss the interview with so-and-so and And he's like maybe i'll just catch it later when they replay it and i'm like or if howard stern had a podcast you could listen to it that way of course you know howard stern uh uh, actively hates podcasts yes he does (laughs) yes he does he is not quiet about that yeah more power to him you know he's getting the big bucks at Serious? Yeah, he. I think he just signed a five-year contract. For I don't know what he signed for, but I'm sure it's a, a lot more than uh, than I make. Uh, yes, <laughs> it is. It is quite a bit more than what we make here. Well, you you've worked in radio on and off. Like you do guest spots on the radio station where you live, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, I fill in for the new morning news guy on uh, one of those morning zoo shows right. <laughs> on the rock station around here. I mean, have has that radio station talked about their their listeners at all? Have they like mentioned a shift in anything about the advertisements or if people are still listening like through their cars or anything like that? Yeah, well, they've got a pretty loyal audience because it's a local show and everybody listens on their way to work and that kind of thing. So it's a kind of a different audience. 
Right. But they also do, you know, they do podcasts. That's how I got involved is I helped them set up their uh, podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they, uh, like when they interview, you know, famous people, they put the, uh, they put that interview out as a podcast on the, on their website. See, that's the smart way to do it because they know that's what people are going to listen to again. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they interviewed some pretty interesting characters. Uh, one morning they uh, interviewed Gary Busey. Oh. Out at, uh, he was doing a uh, filming a movie here in town. And uh, they went out there and it was crazy. Uh, on the podcast version of that interview, they, they played all the stuff that they edited out when they put it on the radio. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was incredible content and they're doing it right. Yeah. That's part of the podcast world is that you can say, you know what, this, this is not exactly good for radio. This is strictly, you are listening to it on your own basis. Right. So you know, you it, hear what you hear and we're not going to apologize for it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, the beauty of that is, is you know, people hear that, you know, hey, the Omelette and Friends show just interviewed, you know, somebody from Pink Floyd. And, mm-hmm. You know, well, we missed it because, you know, we're not driving to work at, you know, 845. We're driving at 7. Exactly. And so they can go to the website and uh, pick up just that interview as a podcast. And, and, you know, it's working out good for them and, and you know, gets gets their listeners, you know, the ones that listen to them are the ones that would know about the podcast anyway. It's just they don't listen the whole four hours of the show. They just listen their little half hour commute or whatever, mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit at work. But you know, so it's worked out great for them. And I think you know, local radio would do good to uh, emulate that stuff because you can't really play the music, you know, on a music station uh, on a podcast, really. So you no, know, you cannot, do the, that the talk old. bits or do some original content. Yeah, you know, you're. you're uh, you know, your on-air personalities, okay, they might talk five minutes uh, an hour or 10 minutes an hour in between music, uh, you know, on a normal music show, but maybe they've got something to say that takes 20 minutes. So have them record that, throw that out as a podcast because, you know, it'd be kind of silly to to podcast three hours of a music radio show. <laughs> also, you kind of can't because that means yeah. you're going to have to pay for all of that music. <laughs> Right, you know, and they already pay enough just to play it on the radio. Exactly. So, you know, and there is no real license you can get for downloadable podcasts. Nope. I mean, some podcasters get away with it, but that's you got to be really careful about music on a podcast. Is you know, it, just even even a little teeny bit of music can you know, it, if the wrong person hears it and wants to sue you for it, it'll happen. You can get in trouble. Yeah. It can definitely happen. And I mean, I know a lot of people have had that problem on SoundCloud as well. Right. Because they have a See, SoundCloud I guess we account. got a little off topic here, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Well, whatever the case, it's good to see that radio stations are going to pick up the podcasting. And I think that's good for podcasting in general. Yeah, I think I don't think they're going to have a choice. That's that's the problem. You know, is it, the local radio is always going to be, you know, there's, you know, especially, you know, up here in snow country, Yeah. you know, uh, every morning the kids are all listening to the radio. Well, probably not anymore. When I was a kid, we were all listening to the radio to see if we got a snow day. Nowadays, they probably get on their phone and look, uh, look at the school website or something, but. <laughs> yep. Yep. Cause when I was in school, we always just watched the news for it. 
Because, yeah, uh, you know, when I was a kid, we had to wait, you know, until the, the between songs on the radio and they would list all the schools that were closed. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they got an audience just from all the kids, you know, listening to see if they have to go to school or uh, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I guess now that's sort of taken away. So, yeah, maybe local radio is doomed. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they're doomed just yet. They they, they got a, quite a bit of time left. Sure. And. And that's up to them. And I think this will keep them from from ending. Yeah. Eternally. Know, they, as soon as they can figure out how to monetize the, the podcast end, I, I think uh, they're going to shift to that as much as possible because it's a whole lot cheaper to podcast than it is to pay the electric bill on 100,000 watt transmitters. Going for 24 hours yeah, straight. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Especially at 3 in the morning when there's only 12 people listening. Exactly. They're not really getting their money's worth at 3 a.m. Probably not. They'll figure it out. People will keep talking more and more about advertising and podcasting, and radio loves their advertisements, so they'll figure it out and get involved. Yes, exactly. Let's hope so. So next up, I wanted to talk about my podcast chronicle that I have every episode, and I wanted to talk about scheduling. A couple episodes I talked about organizing, but this one is a little different. This year, I mean, we're only two weeks into January so far, and I have been very busy at Blueberry. Oftentimes, my job is to pick up the extra projects that kind of come spur of the moment during the week and deal with any issues that come up. So that means that my schedule changes quite a bit of my priorities. I mean, Mike, you know this happens. Sometimes we get a support ticket and then that's what I work on for the next two days. Yeah. And you know, and then I, I have the exact same, uh, same issue. You know, I never know from day to day what, you know, what, what's on my plate for the day. Exactly. That means sometimes I don't really know what I'm going to be doing for the week. And I've definitely had a full plate this year. So this has made it very apparent that I should take time each week to plan out the podcast. Um, it got a little crazy in December because I had a lot of time off. And then it's been a little crazy simply because we've been very busy this month. And, and all, the, all the catching up. Yeah. There, I mean, there's catching up and then there's just simply things that we were not expecting to happen in January, both good and difficult to deal with. And now I'm realizing that I've got, like, I've got the organization down for the audio side of this and how I like plan out the podcast. Now it's actually scheduling when I'm going to record and who is going to be on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I only heard about this this afternoon. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, anytime. I've decided that I should probably just take, you know, an hour or two every week and plan out what is going to be happening. And just get it done and out of the way. Because right now, it takes a day. And it's a waste of my time. It was a waste of my time, but I could be focusing on other things. Because I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I have to figure this out. And then I have to figure that out. And then I have to record this. And then I have to edit it. And it takes up more time than it needs to. Because I know I can, I know I can shorten the amount of time that I spend on this. That's the biggest issue that I'm having now. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, that's an issue for a lot of people. You know, it's finding time for your podcast. Uh, you know, I have to forcibly set aside some time when I do mine. You know, for the research, uh, you know, or the you know show prep. I guess you know exactly. some shows don't require a lot of prep, but you know when you're trying to to impart some news and some how tos and all that kind of thing, you gotta prep it a little bit. And like I said, the scheduling thing, you know, cause you're, you're having a different guest on most every week mm-hmm. and, you know, you got to get with them and find out when they can be there, you know, cause it doesn't always work out that between, you know, at four o'clock on a, on a Tuesday, exactly, you're going to be able to have somebody new every time, you know, certain shows can get away with that, but uh, in, for the most part you can't. Right. And I, and some shows have two guests that are the same each week and they just, they just discuss things with each other, but that is not how this works, which means I have to find people and I should probably be a little more proactive about that. That's something to add to the list. Mike, you have guests on. Have you ever come up with a strategy for that for your podcast? I don't have guests on all the time. That's that's the beauty of it. I, I mix it up. Right. With mine. And, you know, like, uh, you know, now I'm doing a completely different thing for the first few episodes this year than I've done in the past. And, and, you know, so I, I change it up, but, you know, I am, since it's my own show and, and I'm in total control of it, I can do that. Right. You know, whereas you're, you're kind of on a set schedule with yours as far as uh, getting it out. I, I do what I can to help. I know you are, you're always able to help me. That is for sure. That is for sure. Today included with the mixer that had, it had a little um, issue involving children playing with knobs. So we had to get it back to what it was. Yeah, that happens. It happens. uh, I I don't have any kids left in the house, so uh, I can be pretty much assured that my setup's going to stay the same. But uh, yeah, I can understand. (laughs) We got uh, kids around the office there sometimes. and. just the way it goes. But as I was telling you, and this here's a tip for everybody. Uh, if you have that issue, get it set the way you want it and then take a picture of it so you have a reference yes. of where all the knobs go. Yes. Well, today I was looking for that picture that I had at some point. It's like, I don't remember when it was. So I think I, it's there somewhere, either an email, Google Drive, Slack, what have you. It's somewhere. I just, I just don't really know where at this point. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad's a ham radio operator as I, my, mm-hmm. and uh, my uh, nephew, when he was over at his granddad's house, my dad uh, would play with all the knobs on his ham radio gear. <laughs> so, <laughs> so finally I took a picture of it and I uh, printed a great big print of that picture and put it right next to his ham radio station. Probably a good idea. That so is he a could just look over there and match all the knobs and everything was right. I know. Well, Very similar to podcast setups. Well, after today, I'm going to take another picture and possibly print it out. So I don't have yeah, that. Not a bad idea. Yeah, so I don't have that problem again because it's not like I've never moved something either. So. Yeah, you're, you're cleaning stuff off. I, I've done that before, trying to get the dust out, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden all the knobs are different. I'm like, well, why does this not sound right? Yep. You're like, why does this not sound like it did before? Right. It happens. Anyway, it's a good tip for, for podcasters with with mixers and, and gear. Yeah, for anyone that has any kind of extensive gear that you can, you know, 
really manipulate like that. Definitely a good idea. So scheduling, which is where we started with that <laughs> and ended up talking about the mixer. <laughs> That's my podcast chronicle for the week. I mean, this is a good segue into talking about your podcast, Empower Press, since we just kind of mentioned your podcast as well. You are the host of the podcast Help Desk. How long yeah. have you been? Yeah, how long have you been doing that? Uh, podcast Help Desk is, I think, three years old. I don't remember. I'm I'm up to. Well, I will be up to seventy five episodes by the end of next week. So. That's a lot of episodes. That's good. Yeah. It. Uh, what a, the reason I did that is okay. I, I've done other podcasts, and I still do other podcasts. And it always ended up that I'd end up talking about podcasting on my other podcasts, which were not necessarily about podcasting. Oh, so okay. I thought, well, why not? I'm going to th- you know throw one together that's about podcasting. And then the other thing I noticed that all the other existing podcasts about podcasting were recommending other systems other than what blueberry does so i figured we needed one out there that uh, focused on how we do things at blueberry although it's not officially sanctioned by blueberry or anything no but uh you know i'm i'm that i use the method that we would recommend at blueberry to do your podcast you know right you, you have your all own feed you have uh, you know PowerPress and wordpress and and all that, and I run the website for my podcast uh, using all those same tools. You're definitely an expert on it, which I is try. which is a good a good thing to have and a good thing to podcast on. Right, sure. and you know it, the, the beauty of it is, you know, I, since I work in this field, you know, and I, I you know, if you you have a problem with your uh, blueberry stuff, chances are it's going to be me or Mackenzie or Sean that are going to be the, your first contact at, at Blueberry. Yep. And, you know, we all have our own specialties of what we're, what we take care of, but you know, for the, for the most part, I, I'm the one that gets it first. And then if it's for Mackenzie, I'll send it to her and, you know, say, Hey, take a look at this one. <laughs> right. The majority, I don't really understand, but then a lot of them, I'm like, okay, I got this. Yeah. So I figured, you know, I've also got a little bit of a inside scoop as far as, you know, for my, my own podcast, you know, I'm never out of questions because I get questions every day through, you know, through customers of Blueberry yeah. that I can expand on in my podcast. So it's kind of an insider's look at uh, at what we do behind the scenes. And then I also, as you mentioned before, I do interview people from time to time, usually uh, podcast pioneers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody that from, from back in the day, as this old fart say, and... <laughs> You know, and it's always fun. Like, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had Victor Kayao, who, you know, most people nowadays probably wouldn't know. I don't. But he was one of the uh, one of the first uh, tech-based podcasters out there back in 2005. That's cool. And, you know, when, you know, when I, you know, at one point I knew every podcaster out there, and but there wasn't that many. Yeah. <laughs> there was a hundred, maybe. It's a little harder to do that nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays there's, you know, what, 270 something thousand was the last count of active podcasts. Right. It's, it's up there. Yeah. So, you know, but back when all this started, you know, we all kind of knew each other. So it's been kind of fun. I'll, I'll reconnect with somebody from the past and, and, and interview them on the show, you know, talk about the good old days and, you know, it's only been what, 10 and a half, 11 years, yep. but, but you know, it's still, it's, 
it's interesting. So, you know, I, I mix it up on my show. I, I This uh, beginning of 2016, the first uh, four episodes, I'm calling my beginner series. If you listen to, you know, the first four episodes of this year at podcasthelpdesk.com, you'll uh, be able to, you know, start from scratch and set up your WordPress, PowerPress-based podcast. And, you know, I do, it's quick and, you know, I'm not going into great detail, but, you know, it's been a while since I had gone through all the basic startup of a podcast. And so I, I thought that would be, a, you know, a nice topic to begin the year. Yeah, it's a good starting point. Good idea. You know, and I also take questions. So anybody has a, a question they want me to answer on the show, you know, just go to Podcast Help Desk and there's all kinds of ways to get a hold of me. I mean, there's always ways to get a hold of people nowadays. Yeah. Well, you know, it, I, one of the complaints I get a lot from people is, is they go to a website that's a podcaster's website and it's hard to find the podcast. And then once you find it, it's hard to subscribe to it. It's hard to, to contact anybody. Uh, what was it? Dave Jackson uh, over at the School of Podcasting. One of my, uh, uh, you know, we would be competitors in any other industry, but we're actually friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do podcasts that are similar. Mm-hmm. And he uh, does, does a, a episode at the end of his at the end of the year, every year, where people call in their favorite podcast and why, you know, so he's got, you know, just clip after clip of his listeners. And he wanted to inform all of the people that were mentioned as a favorite podcast. And he'd go to their website and there was no way to contact. And he, he was complaining about that. And, you know, so you, if you got a podcast, make sure there's an email address on there. Make sure that people know how to subscribe. You know, as I mentioned podcasthelpdesk.com. That's set up with just a pretty basic WordPress theme. It's got all the subscribe options from uh, Blueberry and PowerPress. Yep. And I use that as my demo. You know, when I'm doing uh, doing sales calls or doing uh, uh, consulting calls, I'll, I'll you know have them go to my site and say, okay, well, this is here. This is what the sidebar widget looks like. This is what the uh, the subscribe links under the player look like. And all that. So, you know, using, I use that as a demo for what we do here at Blueberry. I'm sure that helps people get started because there's a ton of options. I mean, the other day, someone wrote this article two days ago and suggested using FeedBurner. And yeah. And I'm like, how can someone even be giving that advice in yeah, feed, 2016? FeedBurner is yeah, feed, feed the, the, the greatest 2006 technology. Exactly. They haven't changed. And, you know, it does do what it says it's going to do. But there's just so many better ways to do it nowadays. Right. I mean, obviously, the technology has caught up and there are other options. And it kind of amazed me that someone was even suggesting using it. But they were. Yeah. And, you know, there's, you know, some prominent uh, podcasters about podcasting out there that still recommend it. Yep. And and that's fine, except it's bad advice. But you know, we we beat that dead horse over and over and yeah. over again on over on my show. You know about uh, FeedBurner and SoundCloud and you know all the normal suspects to uh, to to be beat on. You know, every once in a while, we'll see in the company chat on Slack that you're like, okay, I got another person off of FeedBurner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We do that uh, and SoundCloud and. Yep. I actually had one the other day that baffled me. He he wanted to go from his own WordPress site to SoundCloud. And 
I ended up talking him out of it. Jeez. I, I understand simply because of the social point and how easy it is and because it's free, but there's a lot of risks with that. Yeah, well, not- and, and hosting a podcast over there is not free. They, they actually charge you for that. Yeah. Uh, I and don't know what the price point is. I don't think it's that expensive, but. it's It can get expensive after a while because they give you a certain amount of space for for very little. But, right. But my biggest problem with SoundCloud is that it's not meant for podcasting. They just kind of picked it up in the past couple of years and haven't really cared about it that much. Yeah, they're they're a music company, basically. They and, are. Uh, you know, so you know, you're better off going with a podcasting company. Exactly. Obviously. If you're going to have a podcast, stick with a podcasting company. There's there's several of us out there. Uh, well, of course, we prefer you like Blueberry, but that'd be great. But you know, there's there's a couple three others out there that aren't too bad. Yeah, that are solid choices if that's what you want to go with. Go with the podcast company instead. Yep. So, what is a feature of PowerPress? That you have utilized over the years, like continuously, and that you really like about PowerPress. Well, I, I definitely like you know the, the way it generates an RSS feed. Yep. Um, you know, it, it just makes it simple. You you post it to your blog, throw the you know the media file in there, and voila, you have a a feed. You don't like I said, you don't need feed burner, you don't need feed blitz, you don't need to, to run it through this, that, or the other thing. It's just there and it's your own. And, you know, I've always used, you know, my own feed. Uh, you know, I use Blueberry hosting, of course, because again, you know, that makes sense because, you know, if you get popular, the hosting off of your website is a good idea. And just, just the whole thing. And I, and I love the new uh, subscribe widget and the new subscribe links that's come out in uh, 2015. And, and uh, I, I use those to the max. Uh, you know, what's great about it? Uh, if you go, you know, on an iPad or an iPhone or an Android or whatever, mm-hmm. and you've got that subscribe widget hanging out there, uh, that just it's, makes these big, beautiful buttons, right? Uh, you know, on there. So there's no doubt how to subscribe. You, you know, you hit the green one if you're on an Android. You hit the purple one if you're on an iPhone. Right. That's, and, that's and something it, I hadn't thought about before. Like whatever screen you're on with the subscribe options through PowerPress, they're always, they're like going to be the same. They're going to be on there. They're not going to just disappear and you're going to, you're not going to have to look for them. Right. And, you know, I use that, uh, the, you know, I, I think that's the coolest thing. And, you know, whenever I do setups for other podcasters, you know, I always say, Hey, let's get that subscribe widget uh, in there. That comes, you know, free with PowerPress and you know, get that out there because, you know, the, the more places and, and the more easy, the easier you can make it to subscribe, the more likely you're going to get a dedicated listener, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, you know, somebody hitting the play button onesie twosie on your website, which is great. You know, I don't care how people listen to me, but it's a lot better if you subscribe and, you know, in, in that vein, you know, definitely go to the powerpresspodcast.com, you know, and hit one of those big buttons, whichever exactly. one applies. We would love that. I'm sure every podcast, like every podcaster wants subscribers. And yet I don't see valid subscribe options or ones that look good or, or easy to find. And I'm like, you're doing this to yourself sometimes. Right. You know, and and even, even the fact that, you know, some of them don't look good as long as it's there, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as it's easy, but you know, you want to make it easy on your listener. You know, uh, I, I hear so many podcasts. This is one of my pet peeves. 
I hear so many podcasters, you know, at, you know, when they're promoting their show, they say, well, find us on iTunes or find us on this or find us on that. No, don't make your people, you know, don't make your uh, listeners search. Find me at my website and then click whatever option you want. And it will go to iTunes. Yeah. You know, just, you know, why, you know, iTunes does not need your promotion. It does not right? need the promotion and iTunes search sucks. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it, it does work. And, but, you know, I've been around podcasting for 11 years. You know, I've been a, and I'm an avid listener and a podcaster. And I have never once found a podcast in iTunes that I didn't, that I wasn't looking for. In other words, I didn't know, I, I didn't just stumble upon a podcast in iTunes and subscribe to it. Right. I, I don't, usually I don't do that. I heard about it somewhere else or Google searched it and just happened to use iTunes to subscribe to it. But I knew the exact name of the podcast before I even subscribed or even heard about it. Sometimes it amazes me, even though I'll type in the exact name that it will not be like the first thing that comes up on iTunes. Yeah. And I have to go down and find it. Yeah. Well, sometimes there's songs that are the same, same name or close enough. And, uh, you know, iTunes wants you to buy a song rather than subscribe to a podcast. That's true. They're going to put that first in the search. That's true. They're a music service. Again, they're a music service. They have podcasting as a feature, but they're a music service. They are. I don't really a computer see company for that matter. Yeah, I don't see that changing anytime soon. No, I mean, it, you know, it's very cool that iTunes is involved, but, you know, you can't put all your eggs even in that basket. Mm-mm. No, you and cannot. that's the other thing, you know, I, you know, with my podcast, I always have, you know, every option available that I can have available. You know, the Android, the you know, subscribe by email, the, just the base RSS feed, you know, the super geeks out there know what to do with that. And, yeah. and you know, it's, I mean, there's people out there that listen on uh, Linux. Well, Linux doesn't have a lot of podcasting options that are automatic. So they, you know, the Linux guys have to use the RSS feed. Uh, the other thing for the RSS feed, and geez, I'm getting on my how-to soapbox again. That's okay. Uh, in Windows, okay, Windows Phone, uh, Windows 10, you know, whatever, has a podcast app now. It's called Podcasts. How, how original. It's I did not know that they had one. Yeah, they have one. And how they do their directory is Bing, you know, their search engine. Ooh. If there's an RSS feed to a podcast on your website, then you get automatically added to the podcast directory. So there's another reason to have your RSS feed on your website. Because, you know, that, that's going to open up all the Windows people. And, you know, even though everybody makes fun of the Windows phone, that's still a fair amount of people. And, you know, plus it, it, they have the desktop and the tablet software. You know, it's all the same stuff. So Take what you can get. Yeah, be everywhere. And that's, you know, Blueberry has a directory. And if you're not using any Blueberry services, at least get your podcast listed in the directory. Right. It has the subscribe option. So why not add yourself to it? Yeah, be everywhere, but don't promote it. Don't say, well, find us on Blueberry. No, don't find it You on Blueberry. Find, <laughs> find it on your site. Yeah. Like my webs, or, you know, my podcast is podcasthelpdesk.com. That's where I want to send everybody. I don't want to send them to Blueberry. I don't want to send them to Tech Podcast Network. I don't want to send them to iTunes or anything else. I, I send them to Podcast Help Desk. Yeah, and I mean, Blueberry doesn't even, like, 
care if people are listening via Blueberry. They want you to find shows that way, and they want you to have subscribe options. They don't care if you're, you know, going. Yeah, we're, to we're not pr- to trying to promote to ourselves in your stuff. No. So. That is that is the last thing that we are going to focus on. We have more important things to worry about. Yeah, you know, we we just we just got to keep everything running and uh, keep everybody happy. You know, yeah. we don't we're we're not out there to uh, to be in everybody's face. You know, like so, some uh, players out there. You know, the ones that and I won't say the name of it, but there's a player out there that is super popular with people. Yeah, but guess what? That player has all over it. It has the name, the brand of. The company that makes the player. Exactly. You know, if you look at a, a Blueberry player, uh, you know, on a on a PowerPress website, it's the stock WordPress player. We don't have our name on it anywhere. We're not trying to make it obvious. Right. And then same thing with our directory. There's directories out there that uh, try to beat you in Google. A Blueberry directory, unless that's your only point of presence, which you can do. But if you've got your own website then we have no follow tags in the Blueberry directory for your show. So we're not, you know, your listing on Blueberry is not ever going to come up above your own website. No, that's, in the that's Google not search. how the technology and, you know, works A lot of companies it. don't do that. Yeah. Because I don't want to make this a commercial either, do I? Let people get onto the next thing in their playlist. I know. Well, well to wrap up your podcast and a PowerPress tip, utilize subscribe options. On PowerPress, we make it super simple, and it's kind of up to you to make yeah, that if, happen. I have another quick tip. Uh, we just added something pretty cool. If you're on another service and you want to move to Blueberry, you know, say you want to, you know, have your own WordPress site and put PowerPress on there, we have a new option in PowerPress that allows you to import all the posts from yep. your podcast on whatever other service you're on to your WordPress site. And then you sign up for Blueberry hosting and then you migrate the media over and that moves everything to your own WordPress site. Even if you started somewhere else. Makes it a whole lot easier. Oh, it's, it's awesome. I, you know, with, with our clients, I've been, uh, I've used it several times and they're just, uh, they're just tickled with it. I used it today. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> so it's obviously something to look out for if you are considering moving. All right. We're going we're gonna to jump into another bit of news here to wrap up the podcast for this week. And this has to do with releasing episodes on a schedule. Yesterday, I read that Serial, which is known for releasing an episode every Thursday morning, is now going to be changing their format to biweekly. This is because the uh, the story that they're doing with Bo Bergdahl and his capture and now him being back in the United States, since it is, you know, happening every week, more people involved in the story have come forward and said that they want to be involved as well. So they essentially don't have enough time to put out a podcast every every week is what I is my understanding. Yeah, they want to. Uh, they want to make sure they get the, the whole story, and so they're spreading it out. Uh, yeah. You know, I was kind of making fun on on a few other podcasts that I've been guests on. 
I, when that first started, you know, I was saying, well, geez, that whole story could be condensed down to about an hour and a half mm -hmm. and they're spreading it out over, you know, however many weeks. Exactly. But, you know, if the, the story keeps evolving and they're actively producing new episodes as they're going, you know, before the, the first version of Serial, they had that all recorded and in the can before it even started. Yeah. That was a you case know. of who did what. And this is still happening. There's, I mean, there's trials happening now. So Right. You know, they're talking about court martials and, yeah. and all that stuff. And it's an interesting story, you know, regardless of, you know, what you think of Bo Bergdahl. It's mm -hmm. an interesting story. Uh, Julie Snyder, the producer, was quoted in this article about the format saying that, you know, they realize their download numbers are not what they were last year. But that's partially because a lot of people listened to it after everything was put out last year and that they realize, like, since it's happening now and it's not a whodunit case, that they're not going to be as on the ball listening to it. Right. And, and, you know, I do this with like Netflix shows, you know, uh, if I want to listen to or watch a, a season of some TV show, I wait till the whole season's up on Netflix before I start because oh. there's not, nothing more annoying than, than listening along and, and, you know, in the case of serial or watching on Netflix and then you get to the end and you still got to wait a week. Well, you know, that kind of defeats the purpose of Netflix or podcasting in this case. You know, it'd be nice to, to hear the whole story end to end to end. I've almost caught up with Serial, I think. But when I listened to the first one, I, I binge listened to it for sure. Because I, I like got interested in it. Episode three. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait it out. I got time to do this later. All right. What do you think about releasing episodes on a set schedule? I mean, that's what I'm doing for this, and that's what a lot of people suggest. And, you know, say if you don't have a schedule, you're going to lose subscribers. Yeah, I, I do believe that, uh, you know, people do make time in their schedule for, for you know, their favorite podcasts. You know, I've got a few that I listen to that I know on Monday morning I'm going to have these three podcasts. And, you know, when they're not there, I kind of, what's going on? And, but then again, there's some other very popular podcasts where the person puts it out when it's ready. So, you know, it might be every three weeks and then it might be three or four at a time. My podcast, uh, you know, podcast help desk, I, I put out the first four episodes, uh, twice a week, mm -hmm. you know, so I've got two more to go and they're scheduled out and, and, you know, I did that quickly. Uh, well, truth be to told is I want to catch up to another podcaster who was at episode 75 and then <laughs> took a vacation. So I want to get up to episode 75 before he starts again. But All right. Sometimes <laughs> you got to push yourself. But anyway, so I know I've been putting out two a week, but normally I do, you know, once a week and they come out on usually Friday or Saturdays when yeah. I shoot for uh, once a week. And, you know, and people do notice, like if I take a week off, I'll get some emails saying, Hey, uh, where's the episode? Yep. You know, and, and hopefully you, you can build an audience that does that. And so, you know, for having a schedule, that's a great thing. You know, our, uh, our boss, Todd, you know, puts out two a week and, you know, on Tuesdays and Fridays and, you know, he's been very successful with that. Yeah. I remember him 
saying he has taken one week off in like 10 years of podcasting for, for I believe, a family emergency. But other than that, he is on the yeah, call. Yeah, he, he takes some time off, uh, you know, like for CES week, he, you know, he's, yeah. it's not really off. He's working his butt off. Exactly. But, uh, you know, he, the podcast itself doesn't, but he's also had some guest hosts in there. I've been a guest host on that show a couple of mm-hmm. times. Uh, you know, when he went on vacation that one time, he took a week vacation yeah. with his family and all that. And uh, I did uh, two episodes for him there uh, for that week. And that was awesome. You know, that the, you know, the podcast kept going. Maybe I wasn't as good as he is at doing what he does, but <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I'm sure they were good episodes, but probably an important point was that episodes still went out. Right. And, you know, but you know that you know you're you're entitled to take some time off you know and the other thing about it is you can pre-record yeah exactly I, i've done that before where you can take a vacation and if you're worried you can always do a quick 5 minute episode and say hey we'll be back next week just wanted to remind you guys and just say you know i'm taking a break now like i said i don't have, really have an opinion about you know whether weekly or bi-weekly or twice a week is better but you know it, it's, it's up to the individual person you know like in, in the case of the power press podcast you know you don't want to have to do this every week you know we, we've got plenty of uh, plenty of information but you know if we tried to do it every week we'd have to to force it to to get enough content to make it worthwhile right and so you know yeah cut it back to every other week uh, same with cereal you know they've got a good reason they you know, it's evolving. So, you know, they want to make sure they, they catch the the, invo- the evolving story. Right. They want to make sure that they're t- staying true to the story and not just putting out a podcast to put out a podcast. Because, you know, that's that's the other thing with schedules. You know, the thing I want to warn you about is if people say, well, every Tuesday I'm putting out a podcast and they don't have a podcast in them by Tuesday. You know, that podcast isn't going to be as good as it would be if you'd have waited a week. Mm-hmm. You know, I have that problem with my weekly schedule, so I do skip weeks. You know, yeah. I do, you know, it's like, sorry, don't have it in me this week. And, skip a week you know, if it's not going to be the quality that you want it to be. Exactly. And so, you know, it is good to be on a schedule, but then again, it, you know, don't, don't adhere to the schedule so much that it uh, takes away from the quality. You know, you, you hear about all these people trying to do daily podcasts. Daily podcasting, you know, I don't care how short the podcast is. I would lose is, my mind. That's hard work. Yeah. You know, I did a few daily, you know, podcasts in my day <laughs> and uh, they didn't last forever. I, I did one for an entire year, which, uh, you know, was crazy. I feel like but, it would uh, burn you out. Yeah. But I, you know, they were five minute podcasts and mm-hmm. I, you know, I would have guest hosts too, you know, like I'd have my wife read, you know, cause I'd script, that was a totally scripted podcast. And a little five minute, you know, this day in history type thing. And so we'd record, you know, 15 of them in a sitting and I'd have my wife do them and I'd have friends do them. And, you know, so that wasn't as bad. I can't, you know, I can't imagine, you know, a daily schedule unless, you know, you really are committed to it. And, you know, who was it? One of our friends there, Andy McCaskey used to do a SDR a review, I think was called. Mm-hmm. I don't remember now. It was a tech-related podcast, and he did it daily. It was, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, and he did that for, I don't know, three or four years. 
And, you know, it was a great podcast, but he was super dedicated to it. Right. You know, he, we'd go to CES and, you know, we'd just be beat down at CES. And yet he'd go back to the hotel room and record his podcast for the day. It's and hard to we'll, let people down at that point. Yeah. And then, you know, then all of a sudden he just got burnt out and stopped. Yeah. But, you know, that's, you know, it went for, I want to say it went for four or five, six years, maybe. I It was, it was on for a long time. That is a long time to be dedicated to a daily podcast. That's a, that's a long time to be dedicated to a podcast in general, even sure, if it's not sure. five, like every day. Yeah. I've got one podcast that I've done now for coming up on 11 years, but I have no schedule for that one. Right. It comes out when it comes out. You know, I've gone three months between episodes on that one. Yeah. And then, you know, then I'll do, you know, I did uh, 30 in 30 days in uh, November. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that well, I forget what it was called now. Nanopod. Uh, yeah, Nanopod, whatever that thing yep. was. Yep, Sean I, I did, did it as well. Right, and I did 30 days and, you know, 30 episodes. And, and you know, it was great. But, you know, after I was done with that, I, it was a month before the next one came out. Yeah, you had to take a break. Well, whatever the case I think cereal is going to be fine. Oh yeah, yeah, cereal is going to be fine, and and after it's all done, said and done, their their download numbers are going to continue to go up, and yep, you know, because that's kind of long tail content too. I bet you the first series of of cereal is still getting lots of downloads today. You know, it, it is. So you know, it, it's it's a long term play for them. You know, they don't need to get a million downloads in the first week, like some podcasts, because this one's long tail. Yep. And since it's a story, people are going to be interested in it for years to come. Yeah, and it's you know it's kind of like an audio book. Yeah, it kind of is. Okay, well that's all we've got for this episode of the Power Press Podcast. Thanks so much for being on here, Mike. Hey, anytime. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm good as an emergency fill-in guest. <laughs> yeah, well you are full of knowledge, so that's always helpful. Full, full of something. <laughs> I guess. Um, okay, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. And check out powerpress.com for show notes, information, and past episodes. And please reach out to me if you are interested uh, in being on the show. It's right. powerpresspodcast.com. What did I say? You said powerpress.com. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I probably did. We should We should get that domain. I know. All right, guys, powerpresspodcast.com. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.